Think Again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that has been dedicated to social change for 22 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're talking about the Religious Discrimination Bill. If passed, it will have backward and devastating effects on people and communities. This follows our discussion last week about our PM's Pentecostalist faith and its inappropriate and potentially dangerous influence on government policy. We talked about the resulting inaction on climate change, for example, even while large chunks of the country were burning. Mm, And even while 60% of Australian voters think the government should be doing more about climate change, Mm. up from 51% in March, and that's according to the Guardian Essential poll. And he continues to ballerina-like dance and tiptoe around the issue of climate change in his public statements and messages. Witness his so-called speech before the the National Press Club this Wednesday. That's what he said. We must continue to learn from this fire season so we are better prepared for the next one. Because, of course, there will be one. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether that be the deployment of the defence forces, local hazard reduction, access to resources such as aerial firefighting equipment, consistency of disaster recovery arrangement or resilience in the face of a changing climate. Mm. So, all hands on deck to fight the fires when they occur, and he's acknowledging they will, but nothing about preventing them. And I'm sure he'd be thinking about praying a lot when he mentions resilience and adaptation, because, as you say, there's no other reference there about mitigation or, the call God forbid, cutting carbon emissions. Mm. Yeah, or trying to prevent climate change. Mm. So that's really scary, Mm -hmm. coming from our Prime Minister. I guess as we talked about last program, we're supposed to pray for rain and wait for the rapture and our ascendancy to heaven. That is if we adhere to the Pentecostalist codes of conduct, (laughs) of course. Yeah, so, well, I do wonder if a lack of compassion would make heaven a guarantee anyway, but that's (laughs) another point. Exactly. Mr Morrison also said to the National Press Club that we must learn from the Indigenous Australians and their ancient practices and how to improve our resilience Mm. to these threats, probably a rhetoric masterpiece. Yeah, so that was parachuted uh, into this speech. Mm. So, But really, that would be a dramatic change in Australian policy and direction. If we are recognising Aboriginal expertise and asking for advice, are we also going to be allowing Aboriginal people self-determination in making decisions about their own future? which they have been asking for for so long and Mm. which review after review has recommended. Or are we just keeping them as uh, badly paid consultants? Mm -hmm. But back to what we talked about last week. What What is not so well known, the Prime Minister is not the only Pentecostal in the Federal, Liberal or Coalition Party. Others are Stuart Robert, Stephen Irons, 
Andrew Hasty and Ian Goodenough. Mm. So, well, to have a few, a number of devotees of the same faith in government, mm. that shouldn't be a concern mm. in itself, no. and I'm sure it happens all the time. But what's really alarming is the apparent Pentecostalist stamp being put on this federal government's directions. Mm -hmm. Stuart Robert oversees, for example, the implementation of the NDIS, the National Disability Insurance System, of which it has recently been learned that they left several billions of dollars budgeted for the NDIS unspent during the last financial year. That made it possible to claim, of course, a budget surplus. It also made it possible to shift some money into the drought fight. That made it possible for the government to, to uh, basically make all the claims they then have been using to become re-elected. Re but suspicious as we are, add the government's savagery about other welfare cuts, the review of the NDIS, which ended with 30 recommendations and which noted with the age, that over 1,200 people have died because of the NDIS packages not being available in a timely manner. Yeah, so, so that's incredible. Yeah. 1,200 so, people mm -hmm. died. Who would probably have been saved if the NDIS would have been delivered in a timely manner. That's really incredible, it, 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 and it's really incredible mm -hmm. in the context of the underspend mm -hmm. of the NDIS Absolutely. funds, which we all contributed to Absolutely. and happily contributed yeah. to yeah. through and, our taxes. And which was trumpeted about as a big, big, big innovation. Well, anyway, we do know that part of the Pentecostalist creed is a belief of in privilege and prosperity being deserved and granted by God and that the, those who are less endowed with material and personal gifts are probably not part of the chosen. Of course, that's the prosperity mm -hmm. gospel. Mm -hmm. And hence... They don't deserve public or private measures offering them equal opportunities because they're at the bottom through mm, their own fault. Which is where they deserve, any, deserve to be. Oh, and that's the prosperity gospel mm. I want to reiterate. Yeah. That's not our view. Uh, we'll look a bit further at all of this, uh, whether we can connect some more of these dots after some music. Let Me Be by Saviour Rudd. Let me be free. 
Shed blood for what they each believe On and on and on we go out Somewhere you see it, some won't be true For you and truth will lead you to a song Well now listening to Think Again 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about the Religious Discrimination Bill, which will have devastating effects on people and communities if passed. We're also talking about the highly improper merging of religion and politics in even having such a bill on the table. With all the proper attention on the the catastrophic bushfires, what has gone under the radar is the discussion and legislative process around the Religious Discrimination Bill. Today, by the way, is the last day for submissions to the second draft of that bill. If passed, as we said, it will have life-changing effects for everyday life in Australia and it will put us back by decades in a variety of policy areas. Mm. Yes, the bill would give religious beliefs priority over non-religious convictions and beliefs. It would privilege concerns about religious discrimination over concern about other forms of discrimination, for example, against people with disabilities, women, transgender people, gay people. A few examples of what would be possible, we pulled together in the Guardian um, from the Guardian in December last year, but we also want to say there are a few examples also in The Age today. Mm-hmm. So here are a few examples concerning people here and overseas too, pulled out from The Guardian. Uh, a person of minority faith may be told by a retail assistant from another religion that they are a heathen destined for eternal damnation. Remember, in this context, Fallow and uh, Miss Court. It makes you laugh, but it's not funny, does it? Is it? It is not funny no. at all. A student with disability may be told by a teacher that their disability is a trial imposed by God. Remember what we said about the NDIS and Minister Roberts' Pentecostalism. Mm. A woman may be told by a manager outside work that women should submit to their husbands or that women should not be employed outside the home. And just imagine what that would do to the so very slow process we have been witnessing in this country the women have made when employed and becoming pregnant. And also think what it would do to the possibilities which have been become possible over the last couple of years for husbands to take leave after mm. the birth of their new child. Yeah. And another example, a Christian may say that unrepentant sinners will go to hell. Which is very much part of the creed of Pentecostalism, as we discussed last week. And just to offer another example from the US as to where this may take us, because the US usually takes a lead in these matters. President Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White, uh, she recently, it was discovered, made statements about satanic wombs. Satanic wombs? Wombs that may, yes, that's what like it a was. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was just an amazing statement. Uh, and it may sound to our ears over the top, but White declares to be on an assignment from God. <laughs> she practices and spreads prosperity theology 
as the uh, Pentecostalists, and she told black women in another speech to spruce up, as they should not be surprised that their men would leave them when they don't spruce up. Mm, A doctor, another one, a doctor may tell a transgender patient that God made men and women in his image, which would make him transgender, by the way, Mm -hmm. in his image, and that gender is therefore binary. And just correspondingly, we see now in Queensland religious groups fighting their government's move to make gay conversion therapy, of which we know that it has caused suicides and many, many other disasters, to make that illegal. Christian schools and organizations have expressed concern that the proposed legislation may prevent them from counseling people on sexuality sexuality based on their religious beliefs. And another example, a single mother dropping off her child off at daycare, which there are obviously tens of thousands in Mm -hmm. Australia, may be told by a worker that she is sinful for denying her child a father. Which in the context of Bettina Ardent receiving Mm. an Australia Day Award for defending violent and men starts resonating Mm. quite a bit sinister. Yeah. So within the proposed version of the Religious Discrimination Bill, such statements could be made as long as they are made in good faith, Mm. are not malicious or intend to harass, vilify or incite hatred against a person or group Mm. and not advocate for the commission of a serious criminal offence. So they can be said if there isn't any ill intention. Um, So... Do you feel better now, Jacques? <laughs> We're back to the presumed or professed intention of what a perpetrator had in mind or in his or her heart. And we're moving away again from our hard-fought focus on what was said or what was done and the damage it has caused to the victims. Mm. So again, decades of... Uh, of fights which we have been engaging in and, to get and, some and justice. Including about sexual harassment. Oh, I only meant that as a joke. That was okay for me to comment on your body parts because mm. I had no malicious intention. Oh. That was a joke. It's yeah. in that it's territory. It's unbelievable stuff. Mm. Yeah. 3CR are selling kefir Palestinian scarves in support of the last factory that produces them in Hebron, Palestine. All profits will be donated to the reconstruction efforts in Gaza and support Palestinian industry. These are traditional scarves available in red and black, or you can choose from a modern design. Go to 3cr.org.au shop to buy online or drop into the station during business hours. VCR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3CR.org.au. 
www.ac.org.au. Today we're talking about the potentially devastating impacts that the Religious Discrimination Bill would have if passed. If this bill would pass as is, health practitioners would be allowed to conscientiously object and refuse to provide a health service and no professional rules could override that right unless it is against the law to refuse treatment. So a psychiatrist could say to a woman with depression that she should be looking mm-hmm. forward to the kingdom of heaven. And they couldn't be subject to mal- claims of malpractice. Exactly. And in contrast, the Catholic Church, who has been such a major part in the sexual abuse dramas of the last several decades, would no doubt reclaim the right of their priests to not let authorities know about the depravities they hear in confession. Mm, and I guess there would be no pressure on school chaplains mm. to keep their religion out of their counselling. Totally. Mm. So another example from The Guardian relates to social media. An office worker could declare on social media that a fellow employee is in a wheelchair because they are sinful and urge them to attend a faith healer. That again <laughs> links with what we said about Pentecostalism, as John Wren wrote last week in Independent Australia. He wrote, Like wealth, many Pentecostals believe that health and well-being is the end result of leading a godly life. Again, this implies that those who are disabled physically or mentally ill are not leading moral lives and are thus being punished or tested by God. Many believe in faith healing, the laying on of hands to cure a variety of maladies. In terms of political philosophy, it means that the government should not be funding medical care or the NDIS, really, mm-hmm. as the provision of medical care could be seen as interfering in God's will, mm. a little bit like uh, interfering in climate change, which is God's will. Mm. Yeah. Um, sadly, it's a very mm. apt parallel. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the implications of the, the Religious Discrimination Bill and the narrow faith system behind it of our PM and fellow ministers are really scary. Some of it would not just take us back decades, it would take us back centuries. To say the least, the new bill, even with changes following thousands of initial objections, which continue to be submitted anyway, it is still fundamentally flawed and would allow discrimination to lots of people and groups in the community on a mass scale. Mm -hmm. Again, from The Guardian Beliefs regarded as stemming from religion will have higher protection than political beliefs, which we already mentioned before, which political beliefs which do not stem from belief or lack of belief, such as support for gay marriage. The bill uh, impairs employers' efforts to implement diversity and inclusion policies. The bill will sustain nastiness and hostility that Australia can well do without And that's a quote from former High Court Justice Michael Kirby. Yes, and to take from the article in The Age today, Monash University Associate Professor Hmm. of Constitutional Law, Luke Beck, warned the revised bill included provisions that appear to be motivated by a desire Hmm. to allow people to be nasty to others. Hmm. How incredible to bring in a bill like that in these times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, all of this in the context of a government that engages in policy and other decision-making processes based on 
their own assumptions of entitlement. Bridget Santa Claus Mackenzie's mm-hmm. sports world <laughs> and the forty thousand dollar plane flights which she has been uh, using, they're just being the tip of the tip of the iceberg really at the moment. Yeah, well, I guess following the logic of the prosperity gospel, anyone in a position of power with a good income and in good health must be inherently virtuous and deserving of all that comes their way. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with Jacques Boulet and Jennifer Burrell. Remember, if you do want to send us a message, and we would love that, or ask about anything from today's programme, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.